I want to welcome you all on this second Sunday of Easter, also known as the Divine Mercy Sunday. I want to begin by telling you a story of an Irish priest. Maybe it was Father Trout, I don't know. This priest was heading to a wedding, and as he was driving enjoying his Irish music, he realizes that he was getting late. So he stepped the pedal to go a little bit faster. Later did he know that as soon as he hit off, he saw the red lights flashing behind him. Of course, the police officer comes out. He realizes the police officer is, a, is Polish and has a cross. So, of course, he wanted to be nice and said, Blessed are the merciful, for they'll be shown mercy. <laughs> the police officer writes the ticket and gives him and says, Go and sin no more. <laughs> when we come today on the Feast of the Divine Mercy Sunday, it's the perfect expression of God's mercy is through forgiveness of sins. That's the ultimate expression of God's mercy is through forgiveness of sins. That's why we see today the readings are talking about the power to forgive and to love as God loves. In the first reading today, we hear in the Acts of Apostles, Adam chapter 4, we see the early church trying to put Jesus' teaching in action. They were living as a community of believers with one heart and one mind. That is something very rare to find today in the church. We are all divided as we want to be. But before all this happened, we know that they are living as Jesus told them. This is the time before the persecution began, before they began hunting them down. They were living with one heart and one mind. And Luke tells us that no one was left who was in need. In other words, this reading is telling us the corporal works of mercy. Now, I know most of us who know the corporal acts of mercy because most of the ministries we have in the parish are, for, are towards that, are directed towards that. If we would remain this corporal acts of mercy, we know the first one is to feed the hungry. And I know most of you volunteer to feed my serving children. You donate to them. That's one of the, one of the corporal acts of mercy. The second one is to give a drink to the thirsty. We always do that. Can I offer you a drink? Can I offer you coffee? Can I offer you this? The third one, it is to visit the sick. Most of us do that. After that, we visit the prisoners. We have the prison ministry here. People always go on, on the weekends to these prisoners. They teach them, they evangelize them. It's one of the corporal acts of mercy we do. Another one, we clothe the naked. I know so many of our parishioners who are involved in Dress the Girl project. They make dresses and they send them all over the world, especially the way those kids need clothes. And it's a project that we're supposed to do because we're expressing the mass we do. So in all different acts of mercy, we also have to bury the dead. The dead, they've been one of us, they'll always be one of us. So we bury them. So the 
early church, before the persecution, lived these corporal acts of mercy. What did they do in the end? They were trying to emulate what Jesus was teaching them. That's why today, on the Feast of the Divine Mercy, it's not the only day that God is merciful. God is always merciful. But this day, in a very special way, invites us to reflect what God is doing in your life. That God, who is so merciful to you, is asking you to be the instrument of mercy in your world. In your home, can you be the instrument of mercy? At your place of work, in our neighborhood, He's telling us, yes, I'm always merciful, but in a very special way, this feast is reminding us that, to be the instrument of God's mercy. We should be the witness of God's mercy. That's why we see in the gospel, when Jesus appears to disciples, the first thing he does, he tells them, peace be with you, shalom. Next thing, he gives them the Holy Spirit, and then he commissions them to go and forgive sins in his name. Not in our own name, but in his name. So that's why today I want to call your attention on two things. One, the sacraments we have are meant to heal our bodies and souls. The sacrament of the Eucharist heals and also brings us in the union with God. We commune with God. But also in baptism we know we're brought into the church and being members of God's family, forgiveness of our sins. But there is another sacrament, which is the sacrament of reconciliation. And I know this is the least appreciated sacrament. This is the most avoided sacrament. I was once giving a talk in one of the, one of the parishes on their Lenten mission. And on the last day, we we're going to do confession. So I said, okay, this is sacrament of reconciliation, how beautiful it is. And there was a gentleman puts up a hand and says, Father, I have not been to confession in 65 years. I said, what happened? He said, when I was a little boy, a priest yelled at me. I said, boy, you have a good memory. But when I saw that gentleman, I said, you know, on behalf of the church, I want to tell you one thing. The priest was wrong. And I ask for your forgiveness. Because the sacrament of reconciliation was meant for us to reconcile. First of all, our sins distract our, ourselves. Then our relationship with God and others. So reconciliation restores you as an individual first to be the person who God meant you to be. Secondly, restores your relationship with your God and also with your fellow human beings. So when Jesus says your sins are forgiven, he looks at them no more. They are gone. So I just ask you to take a moment. Maybe it has been so many years. Maybe it's so scary for you. I ask you one thing. It's a beautiful sacrament. God is a non-judgmental God, but he's a forgiving God who is inviting us always to use the avenues to be with him. So on this Divine Mercy Sunday, the question is, once we leave this church, the message is one God wants us to take. 
When we go back wherever we are, in our communities, in our homes, in our schools, let us be the instruments of God's mercy. The world is so judgmental. The world is so broken. So we who have tasted God's mercy, we have an obligation to go and be the instruments of God's mercy. The Lord be with you.